Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Bombing with Eric Andre, the podcast where I talk with comedians, musicians, friends, chefs, um, and known murderers, convicted murderers. Actually, we have a lot of them on the show. Uh, This episode, we feature three of my best drinking buddies, Nick Rutherford, Carl Hess, and Cornell Reed, some of my favorite stand-up comics. They're my vacation and adventure buddies. We've all gone to the worst open mics in the world together for the past 20 years, and collectively, we've had the most absurd absurd, raunchiest nights. As always, follow the podcast for new episodes every week. Rate us five stars and check out Big Money Players Diamond on Apple Podcasts to get exclusive weekly bonus content plus ad-free episodes. Let's get into it. Bombing. Bombing with Eric Andre. We'll start with our worst bombing stories and then we'll uh, take turns saying the (laughs) N-word. Okay. Um, I heard you had a fucking. Do you want to kick it off, or you want to? Or Nick sure, I, I can start I heard off you my had story. Like a kaboom! Yeah, like yeah, a yeah. Bomb of the century story. <laughs> yeah, should I start now? Yeah, yeah, Are we recording? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Right. We're, we're, we're rolling, recording. Right? All right. So this was right when I started doing stand-up comedy. I was still in college, and um, my RA, who was I was kindly friendly with, she comes up. She's like, "Hey," knocks on my dorm room. I open the door to hey, I got you a set. It's in 15 minutes. Come follow me. And I was like, well, okay. So I walk with her. I follow her. We go to like the, the this hall. This is how people get booked for right, comedy yeah. shows all the time. This is how most <laughs> people start doing comedy. <laughs> industry outsiders. I know. It's just like, wow, I'm a new comic. This sounds like an opportunity to shine, you know? And uh, I start walking to the little like uh, center they have. And as we start walking to this little event center, uh, I see signs all over for uh, Soul Night. <laughs> I'm like, surely uh, this can't be the night. <laughs> like a Neo Soul, like an Erica Badu kind of vibe or what? Uh, no, it was just black in general. <laughs> it wasn't that's, what, special, that's what soul means in Yes, yes, yes. Soul Night. 
I walk inside, following my RA, who wasn't black either. I don't know how she got this booking on this. She's like, I got a guy. Like, oh, I got a I guy. I got the perfect guy for you, my brother. Well, my name's Cornell, too, so they probably didn't even bat an eye. They're like, yep, one more. Sounds great. I walk in, and it's full. It's packed. There's like 300 people there in the seats. And on stage is uh, spoken word poetry going on. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. New Eurekan poetry slam Just was a, full swing. CSU Northwood poetry slam going down hard. <laughs> and they are loving it. After that, gospel choir comes on. Wow. <laughs> and you were like, perfect. Three Even song. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you know, it's so naive back then. I was just like, well, I'm going to get up there and kill them. This is going to be great. Comedy fits in line with this programming. <laughs> so, gospel choir finishes. And then the woman on the stage is like, up next for some comedy, here's Cornell Reed. Wow. And I walk on stage, <laughs> immediately silent. Record skip. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I start telling my first joke, nothing. Absolute nothing. Do you remember the joke? I don't remember the joke, but I do remember it they, was. It was. What's the deal with black people? <laughs> <laughs> what a lot of want? blacks here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Bit too many blacks here tonight. <laughs> anyway, I'm Cornell. Anyway, I'm Cornell. Hey, I'm glad you guys are here because no one's out robbing my car right now. <laughs> She just started doing Bernie Mac set from Def Comedy Jam. Uh, yeah, but I was very scared. I was very yeah. scared. Of I am scared of you, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> very scared. So I start doing jokes, and then they just start. They're talking. They're not paying attention. They start heckling me, like before I would. I would start setting up a joke. They would go like ha 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 before I even got to the punchline. And they're heckling me like, me like that. I was, you know, and I was like two years into it. That doesn't sound like a heckle. That sounds like they were having fun. What's your problem with black people? <laughs> <laughs> you talk to an audience member, he's like, oh, that guy killed. No, he was, he was doing really well. My favorite comedian. He's really mad at us for some reason, though. Um, they, no, they're like trying to, to uh, shut me up. Like, like, uh, right. they were mocking throw you. Me off they were mocking, mocking you. me. Yeah. And, um, I, you know, I, I'm so early on into comedy, I'm doing like, What's the deal with Transformers? I mean, but that one robot transforms into a tape player. What? Tape player in the future? <laughs> At least be a CD player. You know? That's not bad. That's pretty strong. <laughs> that was for sure my A material <laughs> for I mean, that's your over a decade. Now. <laughs> yeah. right. He's updated it a little bit. <laughs> so I'm doing these jokes, and I'm still going, even though no one's giving me anything. I'm powering through. These people are legitimately trying to interfere with my set. And I bring up one joke, and this guy goes like, ha, 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 before I get anywhere. And I look at him, and um, he had one sleeve rolled up on his T-shirt. And for some reason, it sparked a memory in me. Cause I got the feeling to riff, to finally win this audience on my yeah. side, yeah, right? Kind of jump into some crowd work, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he had one sleeve rolled up, He's, and it reminded me of the movie 
Sunset Park. I don't know if you've never heard that movie, but it's like Ray Perlman coaches an inner city basketball team type no, movie. I've not, <laughs> I, I, I not seen this film. I, yeah, it was a, not a hit, but it was in the late 90s that movie was around. And one of the guys on the basketball team had one of his sleeves cut off of his shirt underneath his jersey. I remember that because I thought it looked cool, and I did it when I played basketball in seventh grade for a little while. That's kind of early days of like the Kobe sleeve, you know? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right. Well, people were doing like sleeveless shirts. So this is the first guy I saw doing one sleeve. Yeah, okay. like, I don't think I've ever seen that. It's kind of cool. Nobody has. <laughs> Nobody has. So I, that guy heckles me. He has one sh- shirt sleeve rolled up. So I pointed at him and go, oh, Sunset Park over there likes that joke. And it didn't, no one made the connection that one kid in Sunset Park had a yeah. sleeve cut off. <laughs> he just said inner city kid. Yeah. <laughs> that, you know that, movie that black guy black looks guys? like an uh, inner city basketball yeah. player. That's yeah. <laughs> what they came off as. Oh, and God. that was finally the whole crowd just goes, ooh. Because now they had something to sink their teeth into. Right. right. And I distinctly remember having some hearing a woman in the front row say verbatim, that white motherfucker's going to get his ass beat. <laughs> 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 oh, my and God. the lady comes up, literally takes the microphone out of my hands, <laughs> and I walk off stage and just went straight back to my dorm room and just like hid in my bed for like the next three days. <laughs> And that, wow. that RA is still your manager, right? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. She's gotten him some really good gigs, though, like, to be fair. She's gotten better. Cornell's gotten better. They're growing uh, He did tour later with that gospel band that, you know, they, they, met, they mended the fences. Oh, I have I, uh, I have a similar, like, they just, stop, they just stopped me from doing yeah. comedy. Yeah, uh, that's the worst when they right. stop yeah, when they're like, like enough is enough. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. You yeah. don't even finish your time. What, yeah. what happened? I was in, uh, I went up to tell. I went up to Alaska with Brooks for for <laughs> Brooks Whelan's like 30th birthday. We camped to like Denali, and our way back down to the airport, we stayed one night in this little town called Talkeetna, which is like this little mountain town. It's really cute. It's like a real quirky little mountain town. Like there's a bar that like the manager is a cat. You know, it's like one of these places. <laughs> very yeah. cool. Yeah, like it's, it's got like, a sunglasses on and yeah. a beret. And that bar, I guess the cat doesn't like cursing or something. <laughs> what? So that when we went to that bar, they were like, "Oh, you know, if you if you curse at all, you're kicked out immediately." And we were like, "Are you fucking serious?" And then they kicked us out like immediately. <laughs> so it was a really quirky little town. And we go to this one bar, and they had an open mic. And it was just, you know, like poetry, like singer-songwriters. It's yeah. just a super little yeah. local open mic. And Brooks Always and I... Always conducive to stand-up comedy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're like, we're from L.A. <laughs> yeah. Let's shake this town People up. People deserve to hear our oh, observations. Yeah. yeah. So, Nothing like a small-town Alaskan town loves more than a oh, big yeah. Hollywood Mount, g- <laughs> <Mount> <laughs> <laughs> People who between slam poetry and a singer-songwriter. <laughs> yeah, the cat came up and did a trick. <laughs> <laughs> and these, like, hard-working, like, blue-collar, like, lumberjacks are like, what's this guy think about airlines? <laughs> right. So we signed up for the open mic, and it was a pretty rowdy crowd, and I go up, and I was doing this bit at the time... That was about ants eating my like jizz. You're still doing rags. this bit. I haven't done it. I haven't done it since Talkeetna. I looked at it. 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 I looked at it.
was doing it for a while. Put him on blast, Carl. It's a good bit. It is pretty funny. Yeah, it's, it's about, about ants eating your jizz. Yeah, it was yeah. like back when I lived with like like three guys. Like I like you know. You, <laughs> Wait, whoa. That's not, that's not important. But like different when time in my life, a simpler time, really, in a lot of ways. Drinking a lot of pineapple oh, juice. A lot happier. <laughs> a lot happier then. Yeah, you're trying to keep your roommates happy. And I just remember your roommates are ants. Yeah, well, they, yeah, apparently. But I just remember like. <laughs> like just ants going after my little like jerk off towels like in the in the trash. Ugh. Yeah, I know it's gross. It's a gross bit, but it's about these ants like me meeting like a, a Nick ant hybrid. Doesn't matter. It's a gross bit. Oh, oh, like the ants eat your cum and then they have a little baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like there's yeah, like a crony bird movie like, crash yeah. out of the yeah. wall okay, and like call me his father. I like that. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fun. It's got that. this great act out. Okay. <laughs> um, and so I jump into my ant seat in my cum stuff. <laughs> And um, the <laughs> crowd just turns. Just like people like go like, oh, what the hell? Like, Audible was, disgust. Yeah, it was just people were disgusted. And by this it. is in the no cursing bar. This no, no, this was not. This one I thought had no rules, <laughs> but they have one rule. <laughs> and I think the, the bartender like screams out like. You're done! <laughs> and then cuts the power to the microphone. Oh, wow. From behind the bar? Yeah, from behind the bar. Oh, my God. And then the host You're came done, up and, dude. like, grabbed them. And I was like, okay, cool. And then and then Brooks went up and crushed. <laughs> really? Uh, no, I don't remember what he did. But we, we hung out at the bar for, like, the rest of the night. That's br- that's brave. Yeah. You just well, drank I mean, through it. Yeah, why did you hang <laughs> out there? It was a fun bar. They had this bell. Like, we couldn't go back to the cat bar. It was two, there was only two no, bars wanted, in town. I wanted to learn my lesson. <laughs> and it you ended. stayed there? You stayed there. Because they had a bell? They had a bell, and if you <laughs> rang the bell, if somebody rang the bell, that person had to buy everybody in the bar a drink. So like there'd be like tor- we, Brooks and I felt like we were like locals at this point. So like there'd be like you know some You've alienated the entire <laughs> town. Hates I'm you basically right a local. Now. Everyone d- disgusted by ring, me. Ring, 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 ring. Not everyone. Local Not a- Nick. Local Nick. Hey, I'm Talkeaton and Nick. Not everyone because the night ended up with like Brooks and I sitting at the bar and this kind of buxom. Like, like mountain woman, like a much older mountain woman had really taken a shine into me. <laughs> she really liked me. She's like, I like that cum talk. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. Like, I, I feel, I want to be I, one of those ants. Right tonight, baby. Ring my bell, baby. <laughs> and so she was very aggressive and we were like sitting at the bar and she was on the other side of Brooks and we were like, she was like holding my hand behind Brooks. And then Adorable. I was, I was just trying to like kind of be nice and like, <laughs> You know, be like, I'm not really interested. I'm good. And somebody, so I, wait, wait, you're sitting in a seat. They're Brooks, yeah, and Brooks. then the woman. Yeah, and you yeah, guys yeah. Are He's a chaperone on your date. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, because cool. I was trying to be away from her, but she would like sneak her. <laughs> you tried. It to takes be two away. to hold hands. Yeah, she would. No, well, hands she has a big, strong lumber, <laughs> lumber lumberjane hand. She's got this callous lumberjane hand. So she she does what she wants, and yeah. you let it happen. It's her town. And so I think she went to the bathroom and I was like talking to somebody else and I was like, I just, I don't, I, I don't know what to do about this. And the guy was like, seems like Dave's wife really likes you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, Dave's wife. I oh, never got no. her name. Oh, her name no. is Dave's wife. And she kept saying, oh, I just really wish you would walk me home. Like, I'm only five minutes away. If you oh, walk me home, boy. I'd really make it worth your while. Oh, my God. I, like, I don't want to meet was Dave. Dave? Where, Where was, was Dave? Dave? Oh. I don't know. Dave Did he like, ever catch you? No, no, oh. nothing happened. We just, like, you know, like went home. We fucked for days. 
no, nothing happened. We just we oh, went to our I like Airbnb. Dave comes out at the right. end of the story. God, like, no, never you saw shirt it off. No, come eating, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> you got my wife. Dave's listening to this podcast right now, jumping up <laughs> right. and down on his cowboy hat. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, she did what she Dave. said. What? <laughs> hey, Dave's wife, get in here. <laughs> he calls her that too. Nope. <laughs> it felt like that's just kind of a thing she does. Is she, uh, you know, she she seduces all the L.A. comedians that come through right. the Telkeepers. <laughs> Nobody, nobody was like, beware, that's Dave's wife. They're like, oh yeah, Dave's wife likes you. She lives right down the road. Walk her home. It felt like that was just how it works. They wanted to have you killed yeah, because of the ant cum stuff. Wait, I love that you told the ant cum story and then they were like, fuck you, get out of here. And then you're like, I will, I will stay for four more hours. <laughs> yeah, you will. Walk not only will I not leave. to the bar and you were like, like who's <laughs> ring, 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 ring. <laughs> who's, who's married here? <laughs> Do you know if she's oh, telling the story? My friend Brooke. <laughs> Brooke, stand right here, brother. Uh, did she see your set? Are you, do you know if Dave's wife was there for that? I, I imagine she was. Okay. There wasn't a lot to she's do. Like, I like this guy's style. Yeah, <laughs> I think she liked the gall, you know? Yeah. I feel like my story is nowhere near as bad as these two. But you okay, know. here we go. Oh wow! Yeah, I've never bombed. I've never bombed. I've actually never. I, I don't know why I'm here. I've never done badly. Never bombed. Every set crushed. Uh, it was it was early on. I probably knew in comedy like two years, and I somehow got a gig. I forget the town name. I really tried to look it up on Google Maps, but I couldn't find it. It's somewhere in Central California, just like a tiny town. And they were like, "You can do 45 minutes, right?" And I was like, "You're goddamn right, I can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be I'm good as hell." <laughs> I've been doing stand like, for three weeks. I like probably had like 15 minutes, maybe. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And it was like I was it was like one way. local comic, and then like just me, and it was like there wasn't even like a host, uh-huh. and the place is like packed because it's one of those small towns where there's like not a lot going on. Uh-huh. It wasn't as charming as Talkeena. It was just like pretty bleak. And like, it was like a place where like you you would see like a guy. It was like a place where there'd be like a, a fight at the pool table, and you would see a guy like break a pool cue. Oh, yeah, this was shit. not was like, like a road venue. House. It was like a roadhouse. It was like a yeah. rough bar. Just like yeah. a bunch of Punisher logo tees in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was definitely like biker dudes, and it was like a very meth vibe, and it was just like. What were you doing there? I drove up specifically for this show. I I, <laughs> I booked it through like another comic. They're like. Oh yeah, there's like this show you can do a long set, and I was just like, I wanted to do a long was set. It, yeah, was it Bakersfield? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't Bakersfield. No, it was like Tulare. further north. It might have been Tulare. It was Stockton, in that area. Stockton. It wasn't even that big. It was tiny. It might have been yeah. Tulare, and uh, I just right off the bat, I'm just like eating shit. It's like yeah. no, it's like n- nothing's working. Yeah. And like yeah. the guy before me, who I think was a local comic, like ate it so bad that I was like oh, terrified. No. I was like, I was like, why are these people even here? Like, yeah. they, do you yeah. want to be here? Like the entire town seemed like it was there. And, like, one of my early bits was, like, a five-minute chunk about Hitler. And, like, oh and, I, and all of his great qualities. I, I fucking, I'm just like, this is a good bit. Like, I just go into it, and it is just, like, not doing well. Yeah. It, it was, like, one of the, there's a multiple parts, but one part is about, uh, like, uh, the Hitler family name was originally Schickelgruber, and Hitler changed it. It might have actually been his dad who changed it. And I was, like, the joke... 
had something to do with how like it would have been way funnier if like he didn't change it because like Schickel Gruber is such a fun name. Schickel Gruber was but his he, original name, yes. so Hitler's like his stage name. Well, it was like Schickel Gruber was like a family name that they then changed to Hitler. But I was like, it would have been he would have been more deadly because no one would have taken him seriously. You know, you hear like, uh, oh, Hitler's invaded Poland. You're like, oh my god, we got to do something. You hear like. Schickel Gruber has just invaded Poland. You're like, that fucking sounds hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's up to his old tricks He's again. Like Swedish, Gruber. Swedish chef yeah. from He's like the Muppet clown. Show. He's bringing and pretzels? <laughs> uh, as you can see, very solid joke. Yeah, and then yeah, I had yeah. like a right. bunch more shots. I don't even remember, but it was like a huge chunk. And it was just not doing Did well. Did we get booed at one point? Or no, this is the only time someone's actually done this. Because I feel like this only happens in movies when someone's getting heckled. But like, someone was literally like, you suck. Like, that never <laughs> happens in real life. Usually hecklers are, like, too drunk and they're just talking loud. But, like, I got, like, a full-on like, you suck. Like a perfectly timed like, you suck. from the back. Yeah. And it was you just, like, suck. a dagger yeah. to the heart. Yeah. And then I was, like, I was like, you know, I'm floundering. I'm, like, I'm just going to go into crowd work. So I start talking to these guys. And, like, somehow we started talking about meth because I think there was, like, a it was, like, a meth type of vibe. <laughs> yeah. And I, like, kind of, I kind of got a few laughs, like, making fun of the town down the road. I was like, what are you doing in a small town? You shit on the next you small shit town. On the next town. Yeah. So I was like, Classic. I bet that town fucking smokes way more meth, you know? And, but, and then someone was like, we actually smoke more meth. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh shit. Support that yeah, town's yeah, yeah. choices. Like, so we were like proud of it. I was like, oh, oh. I mean, you guys are. This is the meth town. Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah. Springfield. I was that like, town's trying their hardest. Oh my they god, deserve this coming from you, Schickelberger. Fucking sweating. I remember at one point there was like a stuffed bear. And I like went into a riff about how like the bear was the mayor of the town, and like they did not love that. Um, <laughs> and then I think I just started getting more drunk on stage, and I oh, I just like did crowd work for the rest of the time. But like it, it was bad. There was definitely like biker dudes. I was like these guys are gonna like beat the shit out of me. I'm like making fun of their town, but yeah. you know they they all kind of came together over the meth stuff. So you know at least oh, I had good. that yeah. silver lining. You got him. <laughs> With Eric Andre. It's almost here. The Nix anniversary sale starts this Thursday, May 9th at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of Nix's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. So mark your calendar this Thursday, May 9th for the NYX anniversary sale. Get 30% off all leak-proof underwear, shapewear, activewear, and more. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Don't miss this. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. 
you'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so we got our bombing stories. What were the other two parts of the, my podcast? Yeah, the outline. <laughs> the outline, quick. <laughs> oh, the worst bomb you've ever witnessed in public. Like, people getting bottles thrown at them on stage I, or I meltdowns maybe, on stage. I think or, this could segue into Nick's uh, other story. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Humble. Oh, yeah. I don't... Well, let's transition into that later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I do have a... We're in later. Is that... <laughs> It's a quick podcast. I'm trying to get out of here. Tomorrow. (laughs) Tomorrow. Yeah. Well, I have. Well, what is this Humboldt story? Why won't you just tell it? So, Cornell runs a a festival up in Humboldt at Savage Henry Comedy Club. It's great. It's every year. It's super fun, super chill. It was one of the first times I had gone up there, maybe the second time I'd gone up there for the festival. And it was the final show of the weekend. It was the big, like, headliner show. Right. This huge, beautiful venue. Beautiful, like, theater, and so they p- decided to, like, book, like, 30 comics on the show. Because the guy, yeah. ru- I don't run it. You don't, don't run it. it. <laughs> you don't distancing yourself. I don't know. I didn't have anything to do with it's it. It's a pretty crucial Cornell. story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't run it, but you're a big part of the scene uh, up there. And Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cornell's you're a big part of the decision-making. You It's pretty big wheel in Humboldt. You book the comics, you deal the drugs. Cornell's from Humboldt, to our listener. But yes. No, the guys the guys who run it, it was like their first time putting any of this shit together. It's hard to run a didn't really understand. You always say 30 comics or nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 30 comics Comedy minimum. Comedy only gets funny at the three-hour right. mark. It's warming up the crowd. <laughs> Literally, every show was at least two and a half hours. Yeah, it was ridiculous. God. It was like, why buy a bracelet for the whole weekend? They go to one show, like, fuck. 
48 kill hours me. of straight comedy. <laughs> oh, I never want to see comedy again. <laughs> it's like all your favorite co- comics from Tulare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carl Hess. And, and check it out. Dave's wife is signing autographs <laughs> in the lobby. Do not walk her home. <laughs> so we, so it was like all of our like comedy buddies, and we all had, we all were like on this show. It was the last like blowout night of the festival. Yeah, it's an old movie theater too. So yeah, it was like it was really cool on stage in front of the big screen with like like there's what are those things called like where they shot Lincoln? There's like it was yeah, 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 a balcony, the, the yeah. footlights, yeah, no, no, it was like but, the footlights, yeah, 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 yeah. footlights. It was just yeah. really cool. It was a really beautiful yeah. venue. Lincoln murder vibes. Yeah, <laughs> and. uh Somebody had cocaine, and so we we're like, let's do a little bit of cocaine before our set. We'll go up there like Richard Pryor. You know, right. We'll be, just have a good time on stage. But the show was like three and a half hours long, and when you do a little bit of cocaine, <laughs> you want to do a little more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. because it's my hometown, my mom's in the Cornell's audience. My entire my family. In the audience, my grandma. <laughs> in the my front grandma. row, his grandmother yeah, was grandma there. grandma was there. Everybody's <laughs> there. It's a big day. And we're in this like... <laughs> Space, yeah, yeah, because oh we go behind God. the screen and, and everyone's like kind of hanging out back there as a green room. But then Nick, Carl, and I find this ladder up to a mystery attic, just like, <laughs> like a Blair Witch Project, like attic <laughs> that was like dusty and chalky. And so we're like, well, that's where we go do our drugs. And we go and we just keep doing cocaine and we're like go down and check in with the host like am I up next and be like yeah nine more comments like, <laughs> yeah. okay great well I guess I'll go back up to the attic <laughs> yeah and I remember I think I was last I don't I might have yeah. been last you last. were the headliner oh, yeah. you number headliner. 40 number 40 headliner. lucky number 40 and I don't think it I, mean, I don't I don't know what we were doing but I was like so like numb mouth like trying <laughs> like I couldn't stop like clenching my teeth and I'm trying to get through this like already miserable show Nick had it like was, a full mental breakdown on stage I definitely oh, did I, I was I'd really never seen anything wait like what it. happened I mean I just was like it, the place was packed but of course people trickled out because it was going on way too long so there's nobody there. People, the people are leaving. Are there are fucking exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> watching they, 38 other comedians. They hate comedy at this point. Nick, every, Nick's doing the cum joke in front of Cornell's grandmother. Uh-huh, yeah, I'm screaming yeah. about my jizz and how so tasty So you get on stage. I get on stage and I'm like, I can't even speak, man. Like, I was so, like, cracked <laughs> did out. Did you tell them you were coked up, the audience? I want to say yes, that was my, I did. think I did. Oh, yes, I you did. <laughs> yes, you blew my cover. I, there, I think my mom was like, oh, that's why Cornell was acting so weird. <laughs> On stage. <laughs> I'll put it all together. His oh, eyes don't no. usually bulge that much when he's doing He was a bit comedy. bulgy. Yeah. yeah, I'm gripping the mic and it's shattered in my hand. <laughs> Oh my God. Also, you did. You could have done like like ten, fifteen, and just gotten out of there like a mercy. But you you did like forty five. Yeah, oh hey, headliners, headliners. Headliners. Oh. my time. Shooter, shoot. shoot. I don't, also, if you remember, you got to I, hour four. Yeah. Of, of <laughs> oh yeah. I brought him over into tomorrow. If you remember, like Andre Highland performed in that show too, and he had this like video of like uh, this oh, was like a bomb. I, I would saw. love to watch this set on video. This video was like it just like. Different horse, a CGI horse, yeah, fucking. CGI horse, fucking. Have you seen it? Yeah. yeah, it was also did not go over well. Yeah. So he set, <laughs> he set the tone, and I was like, I need some chemical influence yeah. to get these guys back. I love horses and I love cum. Oh, that's a good idea for a joke. Oh, God, it was a nightmare. So were you just like, <laughs> yeah, I was just like. I couldn't even like talk. Bro, <laughs> oh, I did some cocaine in the back. Cocaine <laughs> for the past three hours. Yeah, it's like I've been in the attic doing coke for hours. <laughs> which makes the audience like, what? Uh, 
people like just dialing 911 and hovering their finger over sand. <laughs> Oh, Cornell's yeah. grandma. Cornell's really grandma. Went on the ride yeah. night. <laughs> she learned a lot Disgusting. that night. <laughs> <laughs> God, it was a nightmare. Is that nightmare. the most wasted you've ever been on stage, would you say? Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. For sure. Oh, really? I'm sure I've been, like, drunker on stage because I was crystal clear. Man. <laughs> <laughs> 4D chess. <laughs> 4D chess. <laughs> <laughs> With Eric Andre. It's almost here. The NYX anniversary sale starts this Thursday, May 9th at KNIX.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. So mark your calendar this Thursday, May 9th for the NYX anniversary sale. Get 30% off all leak-proof underwear, shapewear, activewear, and more. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Don't miss this. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. With Eric Andre. My my worst like other people bombing story was the very very first time I did any open mic, 
<laughs> and I went to the Haha ha Cafe in North Hollywood. Oh, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, Got yeah. some nightmare stories from oh, Haha yeah. Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. I had my, my really good friend Brandy was the only one who came to support me, which was fine. No, the singer or? The singer. No, the, 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 the beverage. <laughs> <laughs> and, I was hammered on Brandy. <laughs> I'm ready to go. <laughs> and, uh, and so it was, I was like, you know, I was like 40th in the fucking lineup or whatever. And it started packed, and then it just kind of getting like it, people left and people left, and I was like very very late in the show. And right before I go up, it was probably like half full at this point. Right before I go up, this guy comes on stage and brings up like a real dog and takes out like a gun. It was oh. a toy gun, but brought out a gun and holds it to the dog's head and says, "If you guys don't laugh at my jokes, I'll shoot this dog." National Lampoon. Head. Oh. National Lampoon. It's, a, did it's it. a fucking hack lampoon bit, and oh, it's it like is. awful. Yeah, it's it a is. classic National Lampoon thing. If you don't come to this movie, we'll, we'll kill this dog. But yeah, it was yeah. an awful bit, and the, it walked Not the entire crowd. <laughs> the entire yeah. crowd left. Yeah. He did shitty four minutes of comedy, and then it was just me, my friend Brandy, and like the next comic was in the room. And I went on stage, did my three minutes, and she laughed loud and hard enough that I was like, I'm gonna do this for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Brandy. Better than the <laughs> dog guy. <laughs> You're my favorite singer, <laughs> best friend. <laughs> Dude, Julie Ashton, who's a, a casting director, very lovely casting director, and was always um, very um, sweet to me early on when I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I asked her one time, um, "What was the worst?" What's the worst audition you've ever experienced? You've seen like a billion actors come through your right. your casting studio. Like, what's the worst? What's the worst you've ever experienced? She goes, a guy pulled out a gun during an audition, a real gun, a loaded gun, because there was a gun in the scene. He was like a villain in the, you know, yeah, yeah, some sure. drama or something. Well, then like you that. bring a gun to the audition. I brought, I brought this, make it real. He, like, pulled out a gun and aimed it at her and like did the scene, and she was like. Okay, thanks for coming in. <laughs> that man, Chris Pratt. <laughs> it worked. It worked. Sir Lawrence Olivier. <laughs> there was this comic who did open mics back in the day, and he would always bomb, but I thought he was the funniest man in the world. Um, he went by the name Gaylord Dingler. <laughs> Already okay, laughing. I'm on board. <laughs> Already laughing. That was Hitler's original last name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> Friend of the show. Uh, Gaylord Dingler, and he would uh, always, he'd just be sitting out in front of an open mic, just sitting on the ground, drinking a 40 of Mickey's before the wow. open mic started. And he would go up, and he had the same act every single time. You know those crazy guys who just do open mics, and they never change a fucking yep, word yep, verbatim? Yep, 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 yep. He's one of those guys. And um, every time, he would just bomb at these crazy, weird open mics, and I would be dying laughing. <laughs> the only joke of his I really remember um, was, he had, I remember two jokes. One joke, he'd go, um, he go, uh, you know, I open up the newspaper and I see all these gar- these ads for garage sales, garage sales, yeah. But, uh, you know, I've been driving around with my dog and he hasn't seen one garage for sale. They always involved what? his dog for some reason. I don't he know. had a gun to yeah. his dog's head <laughs> while he wrote that Tell him, tell him you told me that. <laughs> and the other joke he had, he goes, uh... This was, this was my favorite one. He goes, um, yeah, this woman was working at a gym, uh... Uh, she lost 30 pounds in one day. Yeah. Can you believe it? 30 pounds in one day. Yeah. 
a machine ripped her leg off. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I like that one. That's, that's, that's fucking funny. Yeah, I'm that was going closer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was the best. <laughs> a machine <laughs> ripped her leg. Hardly mutilated. Yeah, I get it. Okay, I'm on board. Uh, that, that gun shooting guy, the, the d- gun and dog guy, I saw him like oh. months later at the AHA Cafe. And I was like, oh, no. Where's your dog? He goes, I did it. He's like, I'm, I did it. Nobody <laughs> laughed. I had to do it. I'm a man of my word. I stick by my <laughs> And he had, um, he now had complete, like, huge fake veneers, like the mask. Sick. Right, well, and they weren't, funny. like, pop-ins. They were, like, dentally, <laughs> yeah, like, a yeah. dentist installed them. Yeah, yeah. And he was wearing a suit, and he was like, I'm working on my new bit. And I was like, oh, cool, man. What is it? And then he pantsed himself. <laughs> And he had sewn out of like nylon and like flesh colored threads a photorealistic stuffed penis. <laughs> this was like a- outside of the comedy club. He was like, I'm, you got to check my, b- I'm going on the later show. You got to check my bit out. I was like, what is it? And then he just exposed himself. But it's not exposing if it's not real, but it is kind of exposing <laughs> if you can't tell it's not real. Uh, so his bit was having crazy mask teeth and just showing his dick to the crowd. I mean, that's growing <laughs> as an artist. That's better than the dog thing. Yeah, I mean, it is a step up. You know, everybody's got their journey. I used to work at this bar in Venice and I was like just starting stand-up so we found out there was gonna be a stand it was like a musical there was never any stand-up there we found out there was gonna be a stand-up night and it was like howard stern guys but not like the a tier it was like yeah. sal the stockbroker yeah and yeah like, i think like jim florentine screaming cindy i forget who it was but one guy closed his set by bringing a woman on stage and pouring ranch dressing into her ass crack and then licking it out of her Oh, ass. boy. And he had multiple women who wanted to get on stage. <laughs> wow. And I was like, that's a ranch pioneer right there. I know. And it sounds, like my, ranch, it sounds like my set. <laughs> but I was literally like, like, people were like, pick me, pick me. And it was like, I guess this is Damn. like a thing. But I was, wow. I was like, that's a closer. Any other, any other fucking things? This is a great, this is phenomenal. No, this is fun. This is, fun. This is fantastic. Fun. Yeah. I'm surprised that your wasted stories weren't that... I gotta think Crazy. about it. Crazy. Of the three of you, I'm, I'm, I'm I think you guys have been so oftenly wasted on stage. It's kind of yeah. like normally you're like, yeah, whatever. It's called Thursday, my man. <laughs> you I thought you were gonna be like, I dropped st- ten hits of acid in my eye and and, and <laughs> no. snowboarded on stage. <laughs> the stage is precious, man. That's yeah, a precious yeah. space. Stage is a temple. You know? Yeah, we don't. We don't. And it's not so funny of a story of like I've been getting drunk on stage for 15 years and it's probably why I'm not <laughs> successful. It's not really a story so much as I've wasted my life. I can't face the audience Is unless that I've funny numbed to you myself. Guys? My you life in the trash can. I'm days away from giving it all up. <laughs> but it is interesting. That's like why you put us on the podcast today. Like these fucking derelicts are gonna have. Like, once I shit myself and suck my own dick on stage. <laughs> that was my closer for most of the early 2000s. <laughs> all right, thank you, gentlemen. I'll probably see you guys like in a few hours. Yeah, yeah. At, like best fish taco or something. Oh yeah, it's best fish taco night. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye
with Eric Andre. Bombing with Eric Andre is brought to you by Will Ferrell's Big Money Players Network and iHeart Podcast. It is executive produced by the handsome Han Sani, the wickedly talented Olivia Aguilar, edited and sound designed by the stupendous Andy Harris, and our art is by the genius Dylan Vanderberg. I want to thank the four of them very much. If you want to confess your own bombing moments or give us a shout out, go rate us five stars and drop a review on your podcast app of choice. Write about your own stories of bombing at life. If you're on Apple Podcasts, you can also subscribe to Big Money Players Diamond to get exclusive bonus content with every episode and listen to all my episodes ad-free. The guests on Bombing with Eric Andre were recorded before the SAG after strike. Bye! I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. Join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. We gather a seasoned elder, myself as the middle generation, and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations, prepare to engage or hear perspectives that literally no one else has had. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now, this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.